this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yes, tonight on Popcorn Talks Guilty Movie Pleasures, we have Jim Carrey as the Riddler in one of cinematic history's greatest performances. We have Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face, where he basically just laughs and screams a lot and has a weird purple face. We have Val Kilmer as Batman with the first example of bat nipples ever on screen. And because we are talking Batman forever. Welcome yes. To Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. Yes. Oh, yes. Bat fans. Batman, you say? Batman. Batman. You know what? I wanted to start the show by singing, um, There is no way to to tell you not much you can say. You remain. You know, uh, Kiss from a Rose? Yes. It's, uh, you know, one of the greatest cinematic... uh, Soundtrack songs ever. Do I hear people in the lobby in my headphones? What's happening right now? Everybody's passionate. What is happening right now? This guilty movie pleasure. Everybody, you didn't know we're doing this in front of a live studio audience of three interns. Um, It's very exciting. Thank you, interns. They're not in the room. They're just talking in my in the cans. We know Greg. Uh, (laughs) Greg one, two, and three can hear us. Greg one, two, and three. Yeah. So we're talking Batman Forever tonight. Uh, in honor of Batman versus Superman, or <laughs> I don't know if honor is it? I don't know if honor is the right thing. Um, I don't want to get in too much into my thoughts of Batman versus Superman, but I will tell you that my friend um, Jordan posted the greatest comment on my Facebook wall when I posted my anger about yeah. the movie. He said the best thing or the worst thing about seeing the movie was hearing the children in the audience ask their parents why their two favorite heroes were acting like assholes for two and a half hours. And to me, that sums up the entire movie. That is all I'll say. Very factual. I don't want to get into a nerd rant. Here's the only thing I will say. Wonder Woman's fantastic. Does Ben Affleck not have a neck? We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Wonder Woman, fantastic. She was great. Fantastic. Uh, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I just didn't like his super, uh, the, the way they handled the character. And how he's a murderer. I agree with that. I don't want to give it just in case. Just in case our audience hasn't seen it, we won't give away any spoilers. We won't yes. get into that because today we are talking the Joel Schumacher. I can't even say it. The Joel Schumacher classic, <laughs> Batman Forever. <laughs> this is one of those movies where you kind of wonder. I, I several times in my life I've seen a Joel Schumacher film and said, "Really, this guy's allowed to make movies? How was it made? How does this guy get to make movies?" And this is one of those. I remember seeing this. This came out in '95. In yeah. theaters, 95, and then on DVD in, like, 97. Because remember how it used to, or video VHS used to take, like, two years to come out? Yeah, that was, it was so, insane. So, 95, this came out. So, I was, um, my math is bad, 13. I was 13 years old. 95? 13? Don't even say how old you are. I'll punch you. This is young whippersnapper I'm over seven here. right now. No! So, uh, in 95, I remember seeing this in theaters, and I remember thinking it was fun. I was like, at least it was entertaining, because this was right around the time that that Jim Carrey had done Ace Ventura. It was like right off of Ace Ventura, yeah. The Mask, and uh, Dumb and Dumber, and then I think it was this. I don't know. I might have my chronology mixed up. Post-Cable Guy. It was Jim post-Cable Carrey. Guy. Yeah. And so it was just fun, and I remember I was a big Jim Carrey fan. But Jim Carrey movies, just like this movie, doesn't age like a fine wine. It ages like cheese. And it really just, does. And not like it doesn't get to like a blue cheese. It just gets like moldy, funky, stinky. You, you just can't m- help but watch and go, did uh, they direct Jim Carrey? I don't think I they don't did. I don't think so. I think they just let him do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Because 
there are moments I really like his portrayal as the Riddler, and other times where I'm like, just give me a real moment. Just give me a one real, yeah. give me one actual character moment and not just having it up for the camera. Yeah. It was super, super weird. So yeah. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode just so it doesn't buzz. There we go. I don't know why I needed to tell you that. But... So, uh, I think before anything, what, what did you think about it when you saw it when you were younger? Because I remember, like I said, I thought it was fun. When I was I, younger, but so... Even, even as a kid, I knew that Batman and Batman Returns were far superior movies. Yeah, I mean, I saw, so the first Batman I ever saw was in 1981, 18, 1989 one. Uh, mm-hmm. My parents had that on VHS, yeah. and I saw that probably when I was six or so. I saw this one not far after that. So, six or seven was when I saw this one for the first time. And at the time, I go, hey, that's fun. Yeah. Right? Jim Carrey, all that. Two-Face. It's almost like watching... Uh, like a modern update of the 1960s TV show is what it feels like. You know, it, it was interesting because I, I felt like it borrowed from, uh, which I think this is also true to Batman v Superman a little bit too. It borrowed from the original series and there were times where I think it tried to borrow uh, specifically in terms of Al Kimmer from the early 90s cartoon. Yeah. Because the, the Dutch angles yeah. are out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, little, there's a little too many Dutch. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And, and they're very Dutch. They're like at they're 45 degrees. They're, 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 they're as Dutch. I'm trying to think of something Dutch. That, D- you know, mm, they're as Dutch as, uh, as the Dutch actor. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll figure out a famous Dutch Von actor. Von Struzenberg. Von yes. Struzenberg is my favorite Dutch actor on the planet. But I really, it was a much different experience watching it as an adult. And yeah. I, I don't think I've seen, I've not it, seen since it since then. I've probably not seen it since like 97. I didn't realize how many lines we were going to be able to pull from this movie i had to stop finally i had to i have like six pages of notes we're not even going to scratch the service i have 10 pages of trivia yeah. from imdb i just kept right i i kept when i was watching it i was watching it my wife had gone to sleep and i was watching it monday night and i remember i kept being like holy fuck was just my reaction over and over again like how did this what yeah what choices are they making but before we get into all that, we're going to do the plot in under three minutes. Oh, Jesus. And it's going to be I know I say this every week, fun. but I think this is going to be the struggle bus for me. This one... I got to whip out I the don't six know, pages. Man. I think it's. I think it's pretty... Uh, I mean, in terms of specifics for uh, me. Yeah, we'll, we'll gloss over it. So we're going to do this in three minutes. On your mark. You ready in the booth, Zach? Wait, you have to start it, Ben. Three, two, one. So we start off in this very elaborate, colorful, looks like a back of a soundstage, because it is, and there's Two-Face, <laughs> and he's stealing with all these guys that have weird piercings, and kind of like the Red Hood ga- gang or whatever yeah, that, yeah, yeah. in the comics, but not really, and, and they have these weird machine guns with these coils on it. They're stealing this, this safe, Some kind and then of they safe. trap Batman inside. That's right, after, a helicopter picks him up, After takes we have him this away. weird sexual tension between Nicole Kidman is immediately fuck-me-eyes to yeah. him. The helicopter takes him away, he starts pouring acid, but Two-Face doesn't have the, for- the, the foresight to put the acid that fills the entire safe he just filled... and he doesn't have the foresight to put a cop inside the thing no. without a hearing aid yes. which is what batman uses to yes. open the door mm-hmm. then he gets out to play uh to he jumps into the ocean yeah is that right i think so sure into the ocean yeah. uh and two-face is like Arr! yeah and uh that's pretty much what that scene is and then uh so then after he, two-face and everything gets away oh, wait the chain the chain that oh makes, yeah the chain that makes the the thing the... go back perfectly into the hole whence it came yep 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 and then so the whole uh, this whole pseudo action opening then we meet uh edward nigma that's right and uh edward nigma's instantly crazy played by jim carrey he's and he's like guys i have this crazy device it can see it can see what people want to see in the tv it's like 3d and he's a and bruce wayne fanboy really yeah, wants to meet super bruce wayne. bruce wayne fanboy just like electro in uh um in spider-man 2 yeah, anyways that's right. super crazy guy bruce wayne's like this is a violation of, hum- of civil rights we cannot do this and he's like i'll show you i'll show them all and then he, Im- he immediately goes crazy kills uh, ed begley jr by throwing him out the minute 30 out the window as he after he sucks his brain out <clears throat> then he starts building this uh, buying something he shit. calls the box yeah, yeah which is the shape of a blender mm-hmm. and this is what he 
uses to, to soak up information. Yeah, I think which question mark make people which is smart make him smarter, but not doesn't affect the other person at all. But somehow, yeah, I don't know about that. Long story Anyways. short, there's Batman. He has another run in with Two Face. Who really gives a shit? It's not that great. And then we have Two Face and Riddler. Riddler comes to him and he's like, Hey, hey you want to join my team? After he decides to put on like just spandex the whole yeah, movie, just green like total question marks, they're bling, total Jim Carrey ball cleavage the whole the time. Place. So then, anyways, Two Face and Riddler join up, join forces. They start robbing places because their big idea is they're going to rob places so he can get enough money to start his big corporation that has more stock than Wayne seconds. Enterprises. And then he puts a two one of these these Riddler, the box, the box in everyone's house in Gotham. Somehow and they, buy they start sucking all the energy, and, and they all they both start getting smarter. It's not really clear why. They were introduced to Robin in the in the carnival, the circus. Oh God! Two okay. faces laughing the whole time. Yeah, two faces laughing the whole time. They kill uh, the Graysons. Ah, they're dead. Robin. He's like, oh, what are we gonna do with this boy? He's gonna be an orphan at thirty five. And then Robin sneaks into the Batcave. He finds out he's Batman, and then he steals the Batmobile because that's what you would do if you found Batman. He'd be pretty pissed. Anyways, Batman finds him. Says, hey, you shouldn't do that. And he's like, I'm not gonna be Batman anymore. And then he's like, okay, I guess I will because we gotta go defeat the Riddler and Two Face, but you can't kill him. And then they go to this island. There's this really shitty fight scene. Two Face falls. Maybe he dies. Five he falls in the, And then the Riddler gets all this brain juice, and he looks like this like man thing thing. He's like, why can't I kill you? That's it. That's it. That was probably the most confusing I, but, but three minutes the, of my there's life. There's a lot of things happening there's in a this ton film. Of, there's a ton of stuff that for a movie that doesn't have a lot going on. Right? Uh, here's, I want to somewhere in there, by the way, Nicole Kidman is just like, oh, she's horny just, as shit. she is, she is the worst portrayal of a female character in a movie yeah. I've seen recently. We're like, we'll do, we'll do that next. But first I want to, my first sound clip. Is the drive-through one, Zach? If you're ready with that, where this is legitimately the first thing out of Alfred or Batman's mouth. Yeah. You have this whole setup. Of basically, you see Batman putting on the outfit. You immediately get Bat Bulge in the first like 30 seconds. You get that's bat, the first shot. I bat Codpiece is like shot three. Yeah, and then this dramatic pseudo shaky dolly shot, like they were rushed and had a nervous DP. And uh, it zooms in on him, and he looks badass, and you're like, this movie might be good. Yeah. And then Alfred says this. Can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? I'll get drive through. Wh- what the... F- what? That's how you're... Let, st- let me ask you this. Did you read the comics? <laughs> yes, Was there any of this kind of shit in the comics? I don't remember Alfred ever being like a, like a nervous stepdad. Like, hey, hey, I gotta try and get your love by packing you a sandwich. Yes. You know, I don't remember him being like... Like the maid in Billy Madison, like here's your yes. here's your snack packs. Nice piece like, of ass though too. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, and it was just such a weird opening to a movie. Yeah. Like the only other opening or ending <laughs> to a film that has a worse line is 2012, where they say no more pull-ups, and it's about a girl who has diapers at a too late of an age. But I'm digressing. This is the weirdest opening to a superhero it's movie super I've ever weird. seen, and you already know from the beginning. You're like, oh fuck, buckle up. <laughs> I mean, at least at least Batman vs Superman didn't start this way. Yeah. But like you were saying, now we'll move on to because uh, there's so much to cover and so there's little so time. much. Chase Meridian Chase. is Nicole Kidman's name in the movie, and she basically plays this uh, therapist. Sounds like a bank that's been made. Yeah, it sounds like I think I actually have a Chase Meridian card. It gives yeah. great points for travel. Great benefits. Uh, you can use it at the drive-through. So Chase is introduced, and the first thing that happens is she's out there like. You don't even really know why she's talking to Commissioner Gordon, who, by the way, Commissioner Gordon is useless in this movie. He, what the hell? He does nothing. He's like, hey, Batman, turn the light on. <laughs> and later on, he's like, he's like, oh, where's that other light coming from? Oh, oh there it Must is. be the Riddler. He's like, useless. It's, it, the least sophisticated portrayal of uh, I, Commissioner Gordon. And he's the same guy who played him in Batman and Batman Returns, and he was... Way different. He was... Well, this is another thing that's so weird. I know I'm getting off topic again, but... In the 90s, before the Marvel Cinematic Universe started, where we had a cohesion of sequels, you yeah. know, this is an, uh, the Batman series to me is the best example of the worst way to do sequels to a superhero movie, where it's like Batman and Batman Returns are dark and awesome and they still age really well. Yeah. And then the third one isn't a reboot, it's a continuation of the same story, supposedly. Because you have the same actor that played Commissioner Gordon, you have the same actor that played Alfred. Right. You have a few other, but then you change Harvey Dent from Billy D. Williams to Tommy Lee Jones, because Harvey Dent in Batman 1 was Billy D. Williams. Yeah. And then you change Batman to Val Kilmer, and then in the fourth movie, 
you keep Chris O'Donnell and Alfred and Commissioner Gordon, but change Batman again to George Clooney. It's just so weird. Well, what's like, could you imagine about, that? I, now, the third to the fourth, I think, is odd. It's I don't odd. understand it. But the, the second, second to, the, to third, the third. Third one was supposed to be, this film was originally supposed to be uh, directed by Tim Burton again. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of yeah. changeover. Uh, if he had directed it, it might have been awesome. very similar and awesome. It would have been great. Uh, but when he kind of was out of the picture... The Tim Burton one was going to be called Batman Continues. That is a, a terrible title. Batman the next one. It's <laughs> uh, the worst title I've ever heard. But uh, there were uh, several different things. They weren't even initially planning on having Two-Face in the movie. No, was, no, no. It was just uh, going to be the Riddler, right? Well, he was also thinking about putting the Scarecrow in. Yeah. Uh, and and Robin Williams was one of the Riddler. Be the Riddler. Uh, there was a few other really cool people that were like Daniel Day Lewis was looked at as Batman. Uh, there was some crazy... Christian Bale uh, auditioned for Robin, which is interesting. Oh yeah, that would have uh, been a, a little bit. Mel like... Gibson for Two Face. That would have been interesting. That was... I mean, he is very Two Face, but he was doing uh, he was doing Braveheart at the uh, time, so yeah, he yeah, couldn't yeah. do it. Uh, there was a, there was one other. There's so many down. bizarre yeah. casting things that like, what if? Sam Raimi, uh, uh, Sam Raimi would have directed this. Considered when Tim dro- uh, Burton dropped out. See, that's so that what they should have done because Sam Raimi would have continued the same kind of tone. You would think you this would think. was that was the most shocking thing I think because I hadn't seen this in a it's long jarring. time and I remembered it like oh it's probably like the first two. Ew. No, it's way not. different. It's about drive through. It's about drive through. Chase Mer- drive through. Chase Chase Meridian. Meridian. Charles Meridian. So uh, this is just a great clip of Chase Meridian uh, where I think it's called like sexual tension or something like that, where she meets back. She turns on the back signal because apparently the bat signal is just on a roof where anybody can get to. There's like yeah. no security up there. You would think a signal for the city's crime fighter would have some sort of like key card or something. Well, it, one would hope. Like, I guess I'm just like, you know, it's like the Griffith Park Observatory. You can just walk up there and just fucking flip it on. I so, always had that problem with the bad signal, by the way. It's kind in of, every movie I've ever yeah. seen. It's like, turn it on! How do you know? Well, okay, say if somebody goes up there and turns it on, it's not Commissioner Gordon. I know. Batman must be annoyed as shit. Yeah, it's like the firemen when they come and you're like, Who, which one of your kids dialed 911? <laughs> it was me! He's at home having... That sounds like Commissioner... That's a great Commissioner Gordon Thanks. impression. Thanks, I appreciate it. It was me! So Chase Meridian and Batman have this weird sexual tension yes. where she's not... There's no build-up to it. The second he swoops in, she's like, Ugh, I wanna <laughs> fuck that bat. That's it. It's like there's no characterization there's no backstory to her she just seems like a crazy star fucker because later on she's on a date with bruce at the circus and she's like i've met someone else i can't be with you then he comes back to her as batman later and she goes i've met met someone else else. and you're like you are you are crazy lady if i was bruce wayne i'd be like you are a yeah you are a bag of crazy cats i don't want this hashtag bag of crazy cats. hashtag bag of crazy cats hashtag too many nipples Too many nipples. You can never have too many nipples. So here's the uh, here's the sexual tension clip when she's trying to hit on Batman, and yeah. it's so weird. What is it about the wrong kind of man? In grade school, it was guys with earrings. Mm-hmm. College, motorcycles, leather jackets. Makes sense. Now, oh, black rubber. You know, the worst. Must take oh, sorry. Off. I forgot about that You know, I'm, I'm pretty off. sure though that she was ta- she was making a masturbation joke. She was talking about a dildo. I think so. But maybe <laughs> I guess because. But the weirdest thing is you can't see it because it's just audio, obviously. But they do an insert <laughs> shot of her basically honking his boobs, his bat boobs. She when she goes and now, <sighs> black rubber. And we yeah. talked about this. If the suit was made out of black rubber, is it? But like bulletproof that's black rubber horrifying or if that's the truth it, it seems just so he's just like one step away from a bondage club <laughs> that's, that's it the that's Batman, exactly how she paints him yeah uh, black uh, imagine that if you were black rubber if you were at a bar even if i was cosplaying as batman yeah and some woman came up and said that to me i'd probably be like what the, what is wrong with you what I, what is I your would deal? Be, I don't know, I'd be okay with that. I mean, well, I'm married, so I have to say that, but like, dudes, for real, you know what I'm saying? If like, there we go. Uh, we do have a, a, are we going to throw that up? Can we throw that up there? How romantic? We'll there. try and throw up a picture here. Look at this. On, look uh, how romantic. Is it pl- take, Is it on the screen? I can't even tell, Zach. Take a look at this. Uh, I mean, that right there. I'm going to assume it's on the screen. I have a, I have a 
some people's faces look really funny in the Batman mask. I thought Christian Bale's looked kind of funny. You know, I I, I think and Val Kilmer did like a lip thing. Yeah, it, he's like he looks kind of like a like a kid that dressed up as Batman, and he's like, "Hey guys, bad. it's just like he's got these chubby little cheeks, and he's I'm just Batman. I'm so yeah. adorable." I you know, but say but that being said, I actually don't mind Val Kilmer as Batman. I kind of I didn't hate it. I don't mind him either. But it was interesting to see a Batman who's portrayed by Val Kilmer as this guy who's really depressed. Super depressed. And going through a lot to be in such a campy movie. Yeah, it didn't seem to fit. All the weird dream sequences and when I was watching this. I was still going through post-traumatic shock from how many times I saw the fucking pearls fall in slow motion in Batman v Superman. That when it happened again in this, I was like, the goddamn pearl necklace! I watched, after Batman v Superman, I watched one of the animated movies that I had never seen. Same thing, right? Same thing happens. We get the origin story. We get it. We get it. We've seen seen Martha Wayne's pearls fall on the ground. You don't need to show us again. Just like Spider-Man, we don't need to see him get bit by a radioactive no. spider again. If we you get if it. you don't know the origin story, you should not be going to this movie. That's right. You know? Like whatever happened to just that's why the Daredevil show is uh, a Netflix show is so good. They don't even they're just like, "Boom, you're he in just it." just kicks ass. He's fighting. We'll explain the backstory later. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Ugh. anyways. Anyways. So, so uh I was I was writing down how the fight scenes in this movie, they all look like they're um like they're they're Stunt rehearsals because they're they really, really terrible. People don't look like they're touching each other, right? No. Yeah. They're they're the camp. I I feel like I'm watching. I saw Marvel Universe Live, that really cheesy show that's meant for children, where you go oh. and you watch the characters do a oh, live yes. stunt show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of weird because they have like powers that don't exist because it's the real world. <laughs> but I saw the Batman live show. And the stunts in that were badass. The fights were pretty cool. The fights in the Batman live show were better than the fights in this movie. Yeah. And that's pretty bad. But bad. I, I feel like we fight, we, there's this weird gray area of the 90s where, like, early 90s still had the kind of almost 80s charm to it a little. Mm-hmm. Mid-90s, they started getting a little crazy with the CGI that they weren't ready for yet. Then once the Matrix hit, everything took off. But in the mid-90s... It's some of the worst special effects you'll ever, ever see. I 100% agree. Because they're like, fuck practical. We're going to do these weird, like, pseudo CGI Batman floating in, but Izzy, it's really weird. But Izzy, I don't know. Very animated. We're sliding him down a tube. Why couldn't we just slide him down a tube? Which, by the way, just going to say this right now. How far down is the fucking Batcave? That's. And he's because a, he slides down so and we're yet talking, it's a door. We're talking about a scene where after he meets Edward Nigma and he's like, Well, that guy's weird, he goes in his office and goes, Lock, and his door locks, and he sits in his chair and goes, Chair. And then the yes. chair and, Lock, and, chair. And the first thought I had was, I hope that's voice activated. And like a janitor can't come in and be like, Oh, this is a nice chair. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> and just like falls down and ends hey, up bro, in the where'd you get that chair? Ends up in the bat cave, like, oh dude, so sorry. I said chair. Next to your chair, because, you know, why, people why? say chair it, sometimes. It's things like that where I, we talked about this in another movie. Oh, I forget so which good. one it was. Where you think it, in the script, that was definitely a placeholder that just ended up making <laughs> yeah. the movie. Because there's no way that they couldn't have thought of, like, you say, like, uh, bats fly forever. And then you fall down or yeah. something. You know, whatever. Yeah. Or chair? something like, Martha Kent is my favorite mom. You know, or something. <laughs> That's Wait, also that assuming no that anything, <laughs> anything I'm in, I'm in you Wayne. see... If you say the name of the an- animate object, yeah. something will happen. That'd be great. And just before people get all ticked off, because I know some people get mad when we bag on movies too much, I find this movie in- unintentionally hilarious and super yes. super and fun that, to watch. That is why it's a guilty movie yeah. pleasure, because I see all these things, but I love watching yes. it, and I love having all this stuff to talk about. Yes. For me, I actually, even though this movie is super terrible... It's awesome at the same time. It reminds me of like Garbage Pail Kids or something. It's not as bad as Garbage Pail Kids. I couldn't stop watching but it. I, I, yeah, it was like watching a hilarious, glorious cartoon train wreck is what this movie is. <laughs> yes. And I want to play one of... Oh, 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 God, first. So in the safe, in the safe uh, acid scene... Oh, the scene, cop? The cop is one of the worst actors in history. Yeah. And we have a clip from him. I think it's called like Bad, bad ac- Actor or something like that or Acid maybe. What is it? No, you. It's no yes. That's what it is. It's clip G. So Batman, he's dangling and the acid is coming in and he's looking down at the acid and he says, No! Hold on. Yes! (laughs) And all of his lines are delivered in that. He's like, Oh! My my shoes are melting! 
It's so weird. It's like an SNL version of Jimmy Stewart ratcheted up a few pitches in this. Yes, it's yes. so weird. It's so weird. It's oh, so my hearing aid! Oh. Give it back! <laughs> no! Hold on. Yes! Hold on. That's actually, um, the, uh, I don't do roller coasters that well anymore in my yeah. old age. Yeah. Um, I, when I was a kid, I used to love them. Now my equilibrium, they say fluid in your ears, it happens. So yeah. I was on X2. It's so extreme they had to do it squared at Six Flags. And, um, and as it's going up the hill, I'm just like, oh, man, this isn't, this isn't going to be good. And my wife knows how if she talks to me in a Batman voice, it calms me down. Mm-hmm. So as we're going up the hill, I'm like, no! And she goes, yes! And I had a blast. I had a band. She yeah. does a great. She sounds just like Doc I really. Hilmer's I have Batman. to hear it. I have to yeah. hear the I'll Batman have her call call in. Do. You know, Every time. Mm. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Every time I have sex in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what. The, that's it. That's the only story. Yeah. This is what happens. Yeah. No. Hold on. Yes. You just never know how it's gonna go. <laughs> Sometimes it's, again, you know, the girl you met on Tinder does a great Batman impression. She does a great, you and, know, and you're just nervous because you know how slippery your shower floor is. You know the best way to dry off, huh? Towels from Burlington Coat Factory. God damn it! You and your Burlington Coat. While we're on the subject of really bad extras, uh, there's another. Oh one. Yes. There's Batman. Yeah, where this there's so many moments I couldn't even pull all of them because there's too many. There's so many moments in this movie where bad extras either just were directed to do it once or they were ADR'd by someone who's never done ADR before. But when Batman crashes through the ceiling in in the ball <laughs> where Two-Face is trying to take over and they're stealing all the shit, who cares? Yeah. Uh, this guy points up and says this. You got Batman, yeah? Play it. <laughs> oh my god! Batman! Again. Yeah! I think it was a temp track. I don't, like, how... Batman, yeah! It sounds like the most socially awkward, like, it, it, I don't even know what's happening there. It's yeah. the strangest voice choice ever. It really is. Batman! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> and he's, his expression is priceless. He's like... <laughs> Wait for it. And he's dead. He's right next to Nicole Kidman, who's like, oh, black rubber. That's yeah. all she's thinking the whole time. She has no concept uh, of her own, own mortality. She just wants to. No, she, she just wants, wants she some just bad got action. Some cosplay fetishes. Cosplay. So, um, I oh, we skipped over Edward Nigma's thing. Um, no, I'm Which sorry. One? Actually, so many. first off, there's the Two Face celebration where. Most of Tommy Lee Jones's performance in this movie revolves laughing. around laughing or yelling. Or laughing or yelling. Yeah. And so this Flipping is this coins. pretty much sums up his performance. If we have... Uh, we have two fa- Here yeah. we go. Yes, 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 oh, happy day. <laughs> That's a... You know, I heard uh, Zack Snyder, after he got all these bad reviews, he yeah. was, was kind of bummed. But then when he saw the box office returns and figured, found out that he's still on by some stroke of luck, I guess, for mm-hmm. Justice League Part 1 and 2... He actually posted a video on his Twitter where he was flipping off all the haters, and he was going, Yes! 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 yes. Oh, happy day! <laughs> yes. We're going to so get some hate. It's so guttural. We're going to get some hate from this from a couple of Batman I'm okay. I'm okay with it. You know, every time I'm sick, what, what's your favorite thing to watch when you're sick? I actually really love either G.I. Joe, the original series, or mm-hmm. X-Men, the animated series. I like... I like Pretending I'm a kid again, home from school. Well, I have a bit of a departure from that. I watched The Price is Right, then. That's okay. And every so you're time... Like a, you're like a 75-year-old woman. I am a 75-year-old woman. I <laughs> uh, love seeing those Life Alert commercials. Wilfred Bremley, if you're watching. Liberty Medical does help you live a better life. Uh, I don't even but, understand that reference. Ew, there's like one Price is Right I don't, right I don't watch like, yes. TV. But every time I watch it, I'm always hoping to see Plinko. Have you ever seen Plinko? I don't know what that ben. means. Every time I see Blink Plinko on The Price is Right, I go. Yes! Yes, 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 oh, happy day! <laughs> Oddly enough, the end of that does sound like Wilfred Brimley. Yeah, it's super strange. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I, 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 I don't even know how to top that one. I don't I either. 
<laughs> we have so many sound clips. I want to move on because it. Uh, it, there's so many. Now the um, oh, I wrote this in my notes. I wrote "Holy shitty CGI Batman," which I think was when he flew down. Um, from oh my god! All the flying stuff everything. was just like wait. But the two face reaction that we just played is right after um, the Batman's hanging from a chain, and they decide the best way to get rid of him is by flying the helicopter through an electric like billboard. Yes, yes. Which the helicopter it blows up like crazy. But the helicopter gets out on the other side without a scratch. Yeah. I don't know the mechanics of helicopters. I'm not an expert. Yeah. But I would assume crashing it into anything would... Generally not a good idea. Generally would stop the blades and it would crash. Yeah. So, um... It was a special military It was a special military helicopter. Not destructible, but kind of destructible. Just wanted to clear that up. But here's the, um, Ed Nigma. We have Edward Nigma's first thing where, um, Jim Carrey from the beginning... This is one of the things I think Jim Carrey, like half of his, we were talking about this before the show, half of his performance is so fun. And the other half, I'm just like, just give me a real moment. Just give me a real character yeah. thing. Maybe we said it on the show. I don't know. I no, blacked out. But, um, but it's one of those things where like, I would have loved to have seen him play it down a little bit for Bruce Wayne, then reveal the crazy in this clip that we have. But instead, he just seems nuts to Bruce Wayne right away. So, of course, Bruce Wayne is going to be like, fuck you. I'm not doing your stupid yeah, box thing. He runs after him. Why didn't he play it normal first and then crack? Because here's how, what he says after Bruce Wayne turns down his ridiculous 3D brain-sucking TV idea. You were supposed to understand. You know, I used to tutor kids in algebra, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time I was pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, Things yeah, went yeah. well, you know, A plus squared equals four. Yeah. And yeah. there was one kid in particular. A plus just, squared does equal it four. It does. And it just he just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And one time I finally just broke, and I said... You were supposed to understand. Such a long pause. <laughs> Anyways, oh, God. He turned I'm, out to be very smart. I'm kid. really trying not to do another Batman v Superman joke. Do it. No, do it. Come on. I'm trying not to. I'll make you understand. Why is Batman a murderer? Ben Affleck comes out. I'll make you understand. By the way, I did love Ben, Am- ben Affleck as Batman. I, that's, that's the one thing I'm really pissed about is that people are blaming him. They're oh, like, no, yeah. When there's people on Twitter like, Ben Affleck told you it was going to suck. And it's like, no, 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 no. All the blame is on Zack you know Snyder. What? I thought, All the blame is on Zack Snyder for any problems you have. Quick, yes, I completely agree. Quick departure from, mm-hmm. uh, again, to Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. I thought Ben Affleck was a, he fit the role of Bruce Wayne yes. in appearance more than anybody yes. I've ever seen. And he played the. So, anyways, go see. We do want to. We don't want to keep harping on it, but I would love to know in the comment section of the YouTube page or tweet at us at guilt. We're not wrapping up the show, don't worry. Or MySpace. <laughs> MySpaces at, at Guilty Movie Guys. Let us know your thoughts on Batman versus Superman. V Superman, I guess we're supposed to say now. Yeah. Stupid. Well, here's the but thing. Um, and if you don't understand how Twitter works, we'll make you understand. We'll make you understand. Oh, stretch. damn it. It's that all right. Was a it's all right. It was a stretch. So, uh, yeah, tweet at it. Don't say any spoilers yet because we don't want to ruin it for anybody. But uh, let us know what you think because, like I said, I'm on the fence. I, I liked a lot of it, but yeah. I had many problems. So yeah. I want to know if you're a super fan, I want to find out why. Um, but here's the uh, – so Edward Nigma, super crazy from the beginning, which this is the whole – just in, the insane – I've seen some cra- I've seen almost every superhero movie that's ever been made, and I've there's been some bizarre and Bond films too in that realm where some bizarre bad guy motivations, some bizarre end of world schemes. This one might be the strangest because I don't know what the Riddler's end game is. He's know. just like I'm gonna put a bunch of boxes in every house and I'm gonna soak up all this knowledge. And me and Two Face are gonna pass it back and forth, going, Does somebody feel like a Friday? <laughs> and that's it. What's the end game? I, I don't know. Apparently, the end game is to not be smart enough to have Batman win by throwing a dagger at a light bulb. <laughs> like to not be that... smart enough to have everything tied into one light bulb. Oh shit! We put it. They put it all on one circuit, like Christmas tree lights. Yes, that's what it was. Damn it! He's like ah. I knew yeah, we shouldn't I have really, tried to I save agree, money. Though. And also, like, how do you... What? I would like to think, I hope this isn't the case, that 
the process from going from a kind of moderately on the edge person yeah. to absolute maniac is a longer process than overnight putting a green yeah. costume on, changing your hair, and having a cane. Yeah, and he looks like a lazy, uh, not to sound not PC, but he looks like a lazy drag queen in a lot of his scenes. Like, he has like, yeah. or he looks almost like he he was auditioning to play, uh, rest in peace, he was auditioning to play David Bowie in the David Bowie biopic. Yes, yes. In a lot of these, like, he has like the blush, it looks like something out of like Labyrinth or 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 you know um, why am I blanking? Uh, uh, David Bowie's alter ego. What's the alter ego? Oh, uh, uh, Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's auditioning for a Ziggy Stardust movie. Yeah. For most, of the, it, it's so bizarre. His hair's like pink. He's got. But you know blush. what? His hair. So he has the short green or uh, orange pinkish yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. And then later he's dressing similarly to Bruce Wayne yep. and somehow it has grown back <laughs> in a it? fashionable form with the fake mole and it's then so it goes weird. back to short. How? Nobody by the way, nobody noticed the mole on Val Kilmer until Yeah, and then they put a big Val one. Val Kilmer him. was like, "Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> like, it's my face. It's my face, guys. You got to call out the mole." And um the but the portrayal of of uh, naughty and nice or whoever they are um, the characters that are there's randomly halfway through the movie like an hour in Two-Face has these two s- slutty um, and I use that term because they are portrayed this way yes um, they're portrayed very very just like in lingerie it's Drew Barrymore and I forget the other actress's name but they're like an angel and a devil on his shoulder and the only thing I can think I could think in that moment is how gross the three ways must be in his <laughs> villain den. Because I'm like, what other purpose do How these... does that work, by the way? Because yeah. he has to be right on that middle line. <laughs> How does that work? Exactly. It's his I whole body that way? I think so. Also, the makeup on Two-Face is hilarious in this movie because it's so... It's so perfect. Down the and line. And there's no blend. There's no blend. It's just like line of purple. Yeah. And I don't know what acid would make your face turn... Perfectly purple. Debbie Mazar, by the way. That's right, Debbie Mazar. So I'm I'm a fan of both of them in other movies, but in this movie they are just sexual eye candy. Yeah. And the only implication I can find is that Two Face grotesquely bangs both of them, and it freaks me out to think of purple. Halfway. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works either. But the purple face, it just freaks me out. It's weird. (laughs) And then how the Edward Nigma comes in, joins forces. Oh, I think I have the uh, the clip. From where is it? Uh, oh, so when I already played that one, what a rush! Do I, do we have what a uh, rush? Yeah. When he this is when he first sucks the brain juice out of um, Ed Begley Jr.'s character, who actually is a very distant cousin of mine. Ed Begley, yeah, he's a nice guy. He really, he's really nice guy. He do, he's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. Nice guy. <laughs> what? You know, this actually happened to me the other day. Yeah. I was at Menchie's. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah. I like to do, like, every, da, 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 like, five yeah. different flavors, you know, and then I like to scoop, one time I like to scoop them all in one scoop and try it, and I got too big of a scoop, and I got a brain freeze, and I turned to my wife, Renee, with this brain freeze, and I just looked at her, and I was like... That's a good time at Menchie's. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was talking about shower sex earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, when it, when it does go well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't help but get out, dry myself, and go. He sounds in so much pain. <laughs> what a rush! It's so weird. That's just one of the, I mean, literally, I could have pulled an hour and a half of just... Jim Carrey sound clips because it's, it's so strange and contorting his face and, and the, the body and oh my god and the the hilarious exposition of Two Face as the district attorney where um, I love th- there's a scene where Batman just happens to be watching a recap of Two Face and how he turned into Two Face yeah as if he needs to watch that because he already knows it yeah so like why does Bruce Wayne have to be sitting there going let me remind how myself this of again? this moment I was at yeah and he's just like they show. 
Tommy Lee Jones like lawyering it up and then this guy like in the comics which I always thought was ridiculous smuggled in some kind of really bad acid to the courtroom and goes fuck you Dent not really because it's PG-13 ah and he puts up his and how they explain it in the movie is he puts up his uh, a paper his, his a folder, folder his folder and so the folder blocks half of his face so this acid is strong enough to melt his face but not, not paper. paper so if you're playing rock paper scissors acid Paper beats acid. Always the paper. Paper always beats acid. Always the paper. But By the way, the, a bit of trivia about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, please. This is the first uh, film where Two-Face is introduced as Two-Face yeah, and not Harvey, not Harvey Dent. Dent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love that Batman jumps out of this, the audience in the um, in the courtroom. Why was he there? Like, was he just sitting there in his Batman costume the whole time? He's like, nothing's and, happening outside today. <laughs> Judge just, Judy's not on until four. Could you just imagine, like, like a juror or one of the courtroom goers just being like, like I mean, I've sat next to famous people in movies before and been like, holy fuck. Oh, that's Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. That's Chloe Sevigny. Oh, cool. cool. Please rise. But, oh, but fucking not, Batman. Yeah, I mean, I just imagine there's some courtroom member like, hey, dude, hey Batman. Yo, hey, Batman. 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 Hey, Batman. Hey, I'm trying to watch the trial. In case anybody does anything crazy like throws acid on this guy, I'm ready for it. And then that's what happened. He's like, I know somebody's going to try and hurt Harvey Dent. And the guy's like, Batman. Hey, Batman. And then he's like, will you just shut up? See, fuck you. I told you they were going to throw it. And he <laughs> missed it. He missed it because this guy just kept bugging him the whole yeah. time. Uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he yelled. That's what he yelled all the time. Oh, God. There's just so many notes I have here. There are so many so, freaking notes. Uh, uh, I don't even know what... And, oh, the, the part where, where Chase has a, a clearly a bat Rorschach in her office. And That's he's, not a Rorschach. And he's like, oh, you like bats? And she's like, it's actually a Rorschach. It, you see what you want to see. And I'm looking at it. I'm like... If you see anything other than a bat, you might be certifiably insane because it's clearly a bat. Maybe that's how they do it, though. That's how they do she it. She says, you see whatever you want to see. If somebody comes up and goes, it's that's a-, a toy truck, then you're like, oh, okay. We need to give you some medication. You're going to go to Arkham. Oh, please. Can we talk about I th- we are We're at the point on page two of my notes, so we're doing real well. Eric, oh, my we're God. On, uh, we, we're at the point where Robin comes into the story. And Let's talk about Robin. So this the setup of this is Bruce Wayne and Chase Meridian go on a date at the circus. To the circus. To the circus. Because Which by the way, when he's when he says uh the, what was that line? Uh we probably didn't pull it because we have so many other good ones, but he he's sitting there talking to her and says, Hey, why don't we gotta get you out of those clothes? Gotta get you out of those clothes. And, and into, into a black dress. And into a black dress. Yeah. Do you like the circus? What? I so confusing. Dinner, do dinner, dinner, Bruce. man. Come on, you can afford it. And why the circus? Just so you can happen to be there when Dick Grayson's yes. parents are killed. By so, the way, no rich people go to the circus. No, no. And and in the comics, when Batman, when when Robin, Dick Grayson, when his parents die in the comics, it's brutal. I remember reading it as a kid and being devastated. Right. And the way they handle it in this movie, first off, Chris O'Donnell looks like he's thirty, maybe twenty-seven at the youngest. And he has this really goofy earring, which is super distracting. Poor choice. And Joel Schumacher was like, I want him to look hipper. That's my Joel Schumacher voice. I want him to look hipper. (laughs) So so already you're like, oh, Dick Grayson's parents died. Well, no big deal because he's in his 30s. I mean, it's a big deal because his family died. That sucks. But he's in his 30s. He can get like a middle management position or continue at the circus and be a barker or something. Yeah. And then the next scene, they're... Uh, Arthur or Alfred and, and Batman are like talking about him. He's like, I can't let him go out on the street. Social services will get him. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's super shocking. He's supposed to be 17. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke because the first line was, I'll take the drive through. Uh, yeah. And then he invites a 35 year old to his garage <laughs> and offers him a Such motorcycle. A terrible casting choice. Yeah. And it's Chris not O'Donnell. even, he doesn't even do that bad. It's just so weird to see a grown man, a grown man playing a 16 or 17 year old or yeah. he's supposed to be like 14 or like 13 now or 14 the in the comics but, but I think. if if they had decided to make robin older then just cut out the whole fine. i need to adopt you thing i would have accepted that a hundred percent yeah oh, okay cool robin's yeah. not a kid why yeah. would batman even partner with a kid okay yeah that's fine yeah but the 35 year old super weird bruce wayne going i might adopt you someday son 
That's a little odd. Weird. It just seems, yeah, it seems strange. Yeah. And then here's my bat nipples. Anyway, yeah. so. Look at, um, look at the bat nipples. This is one of my favorite moments of action in the movie where uh, Batman's getting chased, but uh, because Two Face is one of the, in this movie, one of the worst movie villains ever because he never really fully thinks out a plan. His big plan is Batman gets the bat signal. He show, he's driving down, he has one guy on his tail, and this old woman with a baby cart comes out, and then Two Face. <laughs> lifts up the sheet and has a gun and is like ha ha and Batman swerves away and he's like ah I missed him yeah. and then like 10 cars come chasing after him and you're like okay maybe this will work and then they chase him down an alley and Batman shoots a grappling hook through this this building and then it lifts him up and he drives up the building in one of the shittiest and awesome, most hilarious scenes in the movie. I laughed so hard it's so, when they show this sideways shot of people like, huh? Oh? That's amazing. Oh, it's so fun. They were supposed to do in this film a uh, uh, chase scene up on the rooftops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ended up doing it in the uh, Batman and Robin. You remember that one? Yeah. Uh, but they couldn't do it in this one because of budget and time. Like, they ran I, out of both. <laughs> Somehow so they ran fun. out of both. And then, uh, what did I... What did the, I said? How how the fuck did the uh, what did, how the Riddler face the what? I don't even know what I'm saying. I have a question oh, about this the Riddler. Is, how did he get into Two Face's lair? He just that's walks what, in. That's literally what I was about to say. He just walks in, and then Two. I don't get it. Are there no guards? No. So there's no guards. There for should the, be two guards. There's no guard. <laughs> there's no guards for the bad signal, and there's no guards for Two Face's lair. So at least the bad guys and good guys are even in yeah, lack of true. security. And there's That's no guards true. at Wayne Manor because they can just twick a tweet later and just blow up the place. But anyway, so, so yeah. Riddler just walks in <laughs> right had, after we're introduced. I had two questions about uh, layers. That was the big one. The other one was how did Ed Nigma slash the Riddler, mm-hmm. how did he get his layer built so quickly? I, yeah. It's, well, because they went on a crime spree and no one thought to question where Edward Nigma, who just got fired from Wayne Enterprise, oh, I'm sorry, who quit because he couldn't deal with his boss's suicide. Yes. Um, that he somehow gathered up this fortune and was able to build a giant factory on an island. In three days. On an island. Yeah. In like, yeah, the span of a week. The span of a movie week. Yeah. You know? But weird, right? He just walks right in. And like, he owns the place. Yeah. It and was... <laughs> And then he gives this speech. He gives, uh, we have the Riddler. Oh, we have it, yes. We have, uh, it's so you. That's all I kept. Because he's talking about how he loves Two-Face's space because it's it's dark and it's bright and shiny. And then he says, it's so you. It's so you. And yet so you. <laughs> my, my favorite part of that clip is at the end when you hear Two-Face go. <laughs> it's, oh, man. Tommy Lee Jones, I just, I... <laughs> Did I just am so curious if Tommy Lee Jones read the script and it's just like <laughs> the bats. <laughs> I think it, I you know I read an early shooting draft. You did. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what I was Chair. thinking? Last time you and I went to Burlington Coat Factory. Yes. Uh, you tried on a coat, and you came out and you looked so good in it. I was yeah. like, that coat fits you perfect. And I just looked at the sir, the, the the person selling it to us, and I was like, isn't it? It's so you. And yet so <laughs> And the person helping us was like, I agree with that statement. It is so you, Cam. Oh, my God. Cameron Wolf Schlager. Oh, Lord. Wolfenstein. Hey. It's so you. And so you. Yeah. Oh, man. man. The two, I did like the layer, though. I liked the layer. The layer is fun. It was divided in half. That was nice. I even, They're but, asking, what should I make? What should I have for dinner or something, right? Yeah. Isn't that in super there? Super weird. I actually, I really liked that. How hot does Very weird. Drew Barrymore look in this movie? Pretty She's super gorgeous. Yeah. They, they were considering her at one point to play uh, Poison, Ivy. Poison Ivy, right? Which would have been kind of cool. I think yeah. Uma Thurman. That's one of the only good things about Batman and Robin is Uma Thurman yeah, as so. Poison Ivy is really good. Yeah. What else do we have to talk about? We have so many pages of notes. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, you. This is <laughs> this is one thing. So once the lair was built, right? Yeah. Isn't it a? It's not a red flag to anybody that these green things are just coming out. Green beams are then going into the sky like a bad CGI leftover from Ghostbusters two, and uh, which is a fantastic movie by the way. But so it's like these green orbs are going from people's homes into this island mega base lair 
and and Riddler's just sitting there like, yeah. That brings up a point. I thought that Jim Carrey played the Riddler in this movie as if Ace Ventura got left behind at the mental institution <laughs> when he's dressed in the tutu, and Courtney Cox's character never came back for him, and he just I had completely to, he just agree. had to spend the rest of his life going, yummy, 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 play forty one, play forty two, that's what this performance I is like. I completely agree. It's just if Ace Ventura was left behind and forgotten. I 100% agree. It's <laughs> who Edward Nigma is. But th- so that's a that's a lesson to everybody out there listening yeah. slash watching. If you're if you're on a boat, you're going by an island and yeah. you see what is kind of looks like a, a ninja, you know, like one of those ninja bullets or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like blender. a blender, a blender. I thought you meant a ninja with ninja stars, but I yeah, get it. Yeah, if you see like a ninja blender, like a smoothie blender with yeah. green lasers coming out of it. Probably very normal. Very normal, you're fine. Yeah, it's not a nefarious villain. No, Soaking no. up all your smarts for no endgame. No. I wish they would have put something in there like, hey, uh, I'm getting all the smarts so that eventually I can be smart enough to take over the world. What is he going to do with all that I smarts? Don't, I, I, I have no idea. go on Jeopardy and win more money? math. That's it. Yeah. That's it. He's going to yes. go on Jeopardy. And he's going to go on Price is Right because he can memorize. that would have been Ed. He can memorize every price so he yes. can go on Price is Right. Uh, smart oh price, my God. smart shoppers. By the way... Uh, what did you think of when Robin slash Dick Grayson? Uh, well, there's a couple different things I have to say about him. Number Please, one, go, go ahead. Uh, when he ends up going into the back, that game, was the next thing. We're hive minds. Today. The door is the slowest. Is the slowest, slowest moving door. And by the history. way, Dick, you're so good at what you do. Is it aerialist? Why don't you just swing on the first thing you're swinging on and just go long shot, slide on the floor yeah. into the door? Instead, you're bouncing off of like everything. Like- Trapeze parkouring it. Yeah, and the door, you gotta get that door fixed. Yeah, I mean, Alfred, come on, man. It's all your fault. Yeah, you know what, Alfred? You are a terrible, a very nice person. You are very I apologize. Nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the other, did you catch whenever he was trying to decide his name? He said Nightwing. Yeah, 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 which was what Dick Grayson becomes after you think he's dead and he comes back. Indeed. Uh, also, another note about uh, Dick Grayson. Whenever Chris O'Donnell was driving the uh, Batmobile, it's mm-hmm. one thing. So the the Batmobile, for the most part, was driven by stunt drivers. Except he. Except he insisted to drive it, and when he did, he crashed it. What a what an a what a Dick Grayson Dick move Dick Grayson. The uh, the the other thing is that Batman confesses his it's a Chase and a Robin that his parents were murdered when he was young, and they both act super shocked. And Chase specifically confused me because she's like, "I've done my research on you, Bruce." And it's like, well, isn't it common knowledge to everyone that he's an orphaned billionaire? Yeah. Like, did I've you just... I've done research. I heard you have money. I read the first 10 facts about you on Wikipedia. Yeah. And then I stopped and thought of, oh, Black Robin. <laughs> Can we hear that one more time? Please. I just want to hear that one hear more time. What is it about the wrong kind of man? In grade school, it was guys with earrings. College, motorcycles, leather jackets. Now... Oh, black rubber. Black rubber. By the Dry way, fireman has to take off. To take by off. the way, uh, you can't understand, Ben. Your family wasn't killed by a maniac. I know. You know, I can't. I can't understand it. And it's the. Oh man! Speaking of when when Robin Dick Grayson goes and tries to save this girl, he beats up a couple dudes in this really hilarious fight scene and and then like 400 guys show up with glow sticks it's like it's like it's like what i imagine burning man to be if i go there they're gonna be like imposter just a bunch of just like people with glow sticks come and attack me and i'm like i'm not supposed to be here i don't do psychotropic (laughs) drugs i know oh god that to me is like my nightmare that moment and then batman swoops in and saves the day but did you notice that Batman was a little uh, fast and loose with who he was going to confess to? He kept just like almost yeah. telling Chase, like, I'm Batman. At the circus. And at the circus, he goes, Two-Face, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. And Chase doesn't hear him? I don't care how loud a room is. Uh, You're standing next to someone. I'm Batman. Wait, what the fuck? Oh. Hey, everybody. I'm Batman. I really wish that somebody had turned around and went, Batman! You yeah! know what it was? There was some guy next to him going, hot dogs! Get hot your dogs. hot dogs here! Get your hot dogs! Yep, that's, that's what, what happened. Factually, I saw that IMDb. It's, it's right there. So we did Batman, yeah. Oh, this is another great sound clip. So when um, when <laughs> when the Riddler's back to normal hair, like you commented on, mm-hmm. uh, and he's looking like Bruce. He has the glasses, suit, and everything. Drew Barrymore by yeah. his side. 
uh, uh, this reporter's like, so, Enigma, how does it feel to be the most eligible bachelor? And then she turns and sees Bruce. And we have this clip where it's, oh, Brucey. Can you play, oh, Brucey? Gotham must know. Oh, there's Bruce Wayne. Brucey. There's Bruce Wayne. That's the most weirdly sexual slash um, just like over the top. Oh, I've ever heard in a movie. Yeah. Oh. It's like uh, oh. it reminds me of when we were watching um, Olympus Has Fallen mm-hmm. with the. Oh, Melissa Leo. Yes, with Melissa yeah. being drug out uh, from the situation. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh. There's Brucey. Oh, God, it's so good. Gotham must know. Oh, there's Bruce Wayne. Brucey. Brucey. I'll bet he. I'll bet, you way, know what? I'll bet he hates being called Brucey. Bruce Wayne. Uh, he, yeah, he hates it's it. It's like, fuck, Brucey. Batman is pretty stupid in this movie. He's real dumb. Bruce Wayne, very smart. Batman, Batman makes terrible decisions. He just always is getting in a situation where he gets caught in thing. Now, there was one time where Bruce Wayne, he shouldn't have done this, where he walked at that gala into yeah. the machine. Yep, because he takes out the thing and he thinks he's fine. And then Drew Barrymore's character goes, Aha, I got another of these glow stick thingy. There's a lot of glow sticks in this movie. There are. There's a lot of glow sticks. Joel Schumacher must have been a raver in an, in an earlier part of his life. They're like, how is this powered? Just put, you know, glow, glow stick, stick. in. Nobody stick. will ask. It's nuclear power. Nuclear power, secret of the nukes. Yeah, he does get, he, and then that's how Riddler finds out who he is, is because he... Yeah, they, they look at the footage. And they see a bat, and they're they like... see the bat. What kind of man has bats on the brain? Yeah! Okay, Tommy Lee, dial it back. <laughs> Wait, we do have one sound clip that's actually a line from, uh, from Two-Face. I don't it's believe the, you. Uh, it's the uh, bag gas or something like that. Nothing like a bad case of gas! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know? isn't Two Face kind of an extension of the Joker? In a way, in this movie yeah. with yeah, the yeah, laughs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I think, I think I feel like every character because the Joker's so amazing. I feel like no matter what the movie is, even Batman vs Superman, Lex Luthor is kind of like an extension of the Joker. Like a everybody, bit, right? Because everybody knows the Joker's the coolest character, so you're always like, make it a little jokery, make yeah. it a little jokery, a little bit, a little bit of the Joker. Laugh all of the time. You know, um, Gas X, uh, the anti-gas medicine. Yes. Uh, they were. I, I got one of those calls where they're like, "Hey, do you want to be a test market person for something and come see our new ad for Gas X?" I was like, "Okay, yeah." They pay you fifty bucks. You show up and you just watch their thing and you give them feedback. And um, the spokesperson came out and you just heard, and then he yelled, "Nothing like a bad case of gas." <laughs> and they were like, "So what do you think?" And I was like, "Um, it was a little abrasive, a little strange. Not sure how I felt came about it. Came on a little it. bit strong. Came on there, a little pal. strong." Not going to play well during The Price is Right, which Mm-mm. is when we sell gas a boatload of gas X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I really liked when they go to Wayne Manor mm-hmm. later on after they, after they find out the Twicka Tweets. When it's randomly Halloween and it hasn't been set up at all. Yeah, it's, just, it's, and then it's out, Halloween just for that one scene, by the way. No yeah, other that's point. Yeah, that's it. No other point in the movie. Nope. Yeah, there was no other uh, throw there. And Alfred opens the door. Mm-hmm. For and clearly just, two grown men in masks. But he's old. He's in his 70s. He maybe can't see through the peephole as well as he, he used said, to. Alfred, come on. You're smarter than this. Twinkle tweet. Twinkle tweet. And then he opens the door and he gets his face bashed Oh, yeah. In. And I wrote that down where he's in his 70s. He's not waking up from that, man. No. You, which, and I know Two-Face and the Riddler are mean, but come on, guys. You don't bludgeon a 70-year-old butler. Come on. Then they shoot Bruce in the head and graze him. Yeah. And leave him be and leave him another riddle. And you think these riddles are going to build to something. And the only thing the riddle builds to is who the Riddler's real identity is. Yeah. Why? Because. <laughs> As if Let's ba- give it away. It's probably the same thing. At one point, oh, yeah. Edward Nygma was going, Bruce, I am the Riddler. And he didn't hear it. And he just was like, fine, there I'll give you a riddle. circus was going on. By the way, the riddles mm-hmm. were actually written and created by Will Shorts, who's a puzzle master mm. at NPR. And he does the New puzzles. York Times cross, crossword puzzles. They were great puzzles. Yeah. When Batman's having trouble finding Chase and the Riddler, why doesn't he just follow the green goo to the to the palace or whatever, to the I, island, I really island lair? This, Batman. We're, told, we're talking about it. Batman's done in the search. Movie. It's not that hard of a search. Um, so then 
uh, Riddler sends a bunch of toy birds and blows up all the things. And then here's another great sound clip from Jim Carrey where he's in, mind you, a super tight spandex suit with total ball cleavage showing. Absolutely. And he does a pelvic thrust and says, Joygasm, can we play that? <laughs> Joygasm! And <laughs> it's... <laughs> Shower sex. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> Joy You know, uh, I have told all my friends on the and, and fans of the show how much I love Star Wars Episode Seven. And yes. after I first when I first saw Star Star Wars Episode Seven, at the very end of it I just stood up in the theater and I went It was pretty weird. Every year when I go Black Friday shopping, mm-hmm. I'm waiting mm-hmm. in those long-ass yep. lines, and then suddenly they open up another check stand. The line gets alleviated. Yep. I get up there, I get that deal, and right at the cashier, I just look at her and say, <laughs> We have another sound clip here. Do um, we? Which just shows how amazing... Um, the Riddler, we got to wrap this up in a few minutes here, but I want to play the next sound clips we have. So basically, then they go to this lair, really ridiculous fight scenes happen that aren't that great, yeah. where Two-Face and Robin fight, or Two-Face and Robin fight, and then Two-Face falls, and Pseudo doesn't, and Pseudo dies, he falls on rocks, and you just see his hand sink away. It's yes. really anticlimactic. He throws the coins at him. And then Riddler uh, faces off. And but before that chase is like Batman's coming for me, and uh, he play Batman. You say is what the Riddler says. Batman, you say, can you play it, please? Batman will come for me. Batman, Batman, you say, coming for you. I'm counting on it. What? The first half of that is what? Jim Carrey as the Grinch. What? What is happening there? I like, I don't. I, I imagine he did that for a rehearsal, and Joel Schumacher was like, "Great, I love it. This uh, is fun. Uh, there's another. We have a few more sound clips I want to play where uh, because they're so good. This movie is li- is just riddled with sound clips. Yeah. Speaking of riddled, there's this isn't a, this isn't a riddle, but there's a bunch of holes in the metal that Robin notices, and it's a throwback to the '60s TV show, Holy Rusted Metal. Holy Rusted Metal, Batman. Huh? Huh? It's all metal. It's full of holes, you know? Holy. Oh. <laughs> the best thing about that is Foul Kemmer's reaction. Huh? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> you could just, I guarantee you what that sounds like just from an actor's point of view is it sounds like Val Kilmer right before that because he had some beef with uh, Joel Schumacher on this, obviously, because he signed on without reading a script. And then I'm sure he was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. So I guarantee you, this isn't fact, but I feel like just from hearing that, that on the day he was like, Joel, can we please cut this stupid fucking line? I already did your goddamn drive through line. I did your chicks dig the car. I did all your other terrible lines. Can we just cut this one moment? And Joel's like, no, it's funny. It's the reference it's for the so sixth TV show. I don't even know if that's how he sounds. And so Batman's like, fine, but I'm phoning in my performance. And then it plays out like this. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Huh? Fuck you, Joe it's Schumacher. all metal. It's full of holes, you know? Holy. Oh. All right, now fuck I, you. You get one take. That's it. I'm done. I personally think that it was even worse than that. And they captured this off camera when they had his mic on him. And he was talking to Joel Schumacher. And uh, Joel Schumacher was pitching him the idea. Joel Mo- Schum- uh, Schumacher mm-hmm. was pitching him. And he mm-hmm. was going, oh, Bob, I'm just doing this thing. And then he goes. Huh? Holy rusted metal, Batman. Huh? Uh, we're going to have to read the line <laughs> as they're well well written. It's- it's full of holes. It's full of holes. Holy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then they put it in later. I also, That's how they do it. I also love um, the Riddler's speech. Uh, or whenever when he so when he turns around and he's in oh. his, his full Ziggy star, Stardust outfit. It's just like, I don't know how he makes all these quick changes. It's like he's a coach on The Voice Maybe right that's what it is. Is Riddler's superpower? <laughs> exactly. I choose you, Batman, to be on my team. <laughs> so he says, he says, riddle me this, riddle me that. Can we play that? Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? And you know what? That's one of my favorite moments of him as Riddler because that actually feels like the Riddler. There are moments like that where it feels like what the Riddler would be like. Then there's moments like the Batman you say, which is I just perfectly, like, I, I stop doing honestly that. expected him to go, what is the line again? Can we play it again? Riddle me, riddle this, me this, 
Who's afraid of the big black bat? I expected him to go, riddle me this, riddle me that, and then go, who's afraid of the big black bat? Yeah. But he didn't. I, I like was very it. Happy. I like that it was grounded. Yeah. If he would have played the Riddler more like that, because there are moments that I love as Jim Carrey the Riddler, and I think, yeah. I think a more mature Jim Carrey now, if you saw him in Kick Ass too, he was charactery but a little bit more restrained. Yeah. I think if Jim Carrey could get another crack at the Riddler now, I think he would play it a lot more fun and and not so just batshit. I certainly so, hope so. I think we have a couple more sound clips and we got to get out of here. Um, th- this is so. <laughs> then. Um, the river, I don't even know what... So then the machine throws up... Uh, he, Batman just basically is talking to the Riddler as he's... as he's. They don't even fight. He's just like, ah, Batman, blah, 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 overacting again. And then Batman throws his batarang up there. It Some blows, kind of explosive special batarang. The light bulb that we talked about. Yes. That's a chain event like Christmas trees. Yeah. And then uh, somehow it makes the Riddler's face morph like Max Hedrom. Like very, yes. very like, and then when we cut back to him, he looks like Benjamin Button-ish. Like his face is all malformed, and he's just sitting there. And he goes, and it's the "Why can't I kill you?" clip. Can we play that? Why can't I kill you? He's just sitting there. it's that is exactly how vegetarians kill chickens. Yeah. Yeah, right just, when they hear that. Why can't I kill you? It's, you know, it's it's just such a such a weird way to end this movie to have him like turn into this super you know, morphed. He didn't look like that in Arkham later in the movie. When it end, he just had a normal face. Wait, they have an epilogue in Arkham? No, no, no. In the, in this in this movie, yes, it's not an epilogue per se, but they they show him in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and he's totally fine. What happened? So it's just temporary. It was like I a, guess I forgot completely about that. Yeah, he, and he's like, I know who the Batman That's he is, says he's Batman, and he goes, yeah. I'm the Batman. Like what? And he's totally Wait. fine. So this was just a temporary, super fucked up. Like it was like he, it was like he got um, hives. He got an extreme case yes. of hives from it. That's all. He got shingles on the face. I'm trying to think. Which sound clip do we want to end on today? Which one do we want to go back to? Here. There's so many. Zach, you pick your favorite one from today. What was your favorite? That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Joy That's what you know. What this show today. When I get in my car, I'm going to just be so elated with talking about Batman Forever, which has been one of my favorite guilty movie pleasures because there's so much ridiculous. There's so much. It's so funny. I laugh my ass off alone in my living room. I, Me too. I think during the movie, I actually just yelled out. <laughs> Joygasm! Ah, so. It's so good. Next week we haven't figured out our movie yet, but we are gonna. We're working on getting a special guest in a couple weeks that we'll be revealing yes, soon. Um, we're also working on collaborating with some other shows here and there. But um, keep your suggestions coming. We want to do uh, get your suggestions in, and then we're gonna start doing a Twitter poll so that we can yeah, have that you was guys. Good. That was fun. So yeah. if you guys like that, we're gonna have you guys start deciding based on. We'll give you four options. You decide what movie we do next week. Um, that way it's more fan interactive. Make sure you comment on our YouTube page. Make sure you comment and give us reviews on iTunes. Uh, a one review, a positive review goes a long way. And retweet. Follow us on at Guilty Movie Guys because right now we have like 82 followers and it's super pathetic. But with but. your help, we can break 100 by next week. Cameron, where can they find you? You can find me at The Only Camshaft on Twitter and Instagram. And by the way, I want to say thanks to all those 82 followers because yeah. I get more action on the 82 followers. They're, they're Guilty avid, Movie Guys. They're than... avid interactors. And yes. I love that. It's I love so that good. so much. And also, don't forget to tell us your opinions of Batman v Superman. We want to know. Don't do any spoilers in case people haven't watched it yet. But give us your opinions. We want to start a dialogue about that. Uh, What movies we should do next week, like I said. You can follow me at The Ben Begley on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can also follow the horror movie that my wife and I co-wrote. It's coming out June 7th at Funhouse Mass, the Funhouse Massacre, and FunhouseMassacreMovie.com. Until next time, make sure you follow at The Popcorn Talk as well. And we will keep the Guilty Movie Pleasure conversations going. Until next time... What is your guilty movie pleasure? <laughs> Joygasm! From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.
just, 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 just,